Good evening and welcome back to our continued learning of Hilcha Shabbos every Thursday night as a schus for all of Kuala Yisrael and specifically those in Eretz Yisrael. We should be zeich as, as a schus of, in the schus of our learning of Hilcha Shabbos and trying to be more makbar and keeping all of the halachas of Shabbos that we should be zeich that Kuala Yisrael should, be, should see the Yom Shekulei Shabbos, the day of the ultimate Shabbos with the coming of Mashiach B'Mehera. We finished last week discussing Hilchas Kiddush. We're going to move on to the next part of the Suda, which is Hilchas Lachemishnah, Hilchas Hamoitzi. Now there are various halachas which are very applicable to women when it comes to baking mechalah, which are obviously the halachas of challah, how to take challah, what is necessary to take challah on. However, we're going to leave those halachas aside because we're specifically discussing halachas of Shabbos itself. And that's halacha which is more relevant to Erev Shabbos, the Thursday night, to whatever the woman bakes the challah, or for any time during the week that a woman bakes the shir challah. Therefore, we're going to leave those halachas aside and focus on lecha mishnah, focus on the bracha of Amaitse that is made at the beginning of the Suda, with a focus specifically on the woman's role in the bracha that is made. Most of the time, the woman is not the host. She's not the one making the bracha, her husband or father, the host is the one making the bracha, and therefore we're not going to focus on how to hold it, how to cut it, we're not going to focus on many of those halachas, rather we'll focus on the halachas relevant, more relevant to women, the halachas about baking, buying, how to unwrap, how to set up the halachas, in order to ensure that these halachas are done properly. So there is a halacha which Chazal learned out, that we need to have lecha mishnah by every suda and Shabbos, and that is learned out of the, of the man. That the same way that the man was given a double portion of man, an Erev Shabbos, in order to have enough man for Shabbos, so too the Sudas of Shabbos that we eat, which the three Sudas of Shabbos represent the three times that it says the word Hayoim today. When it comes to the giving of the man, the three Sudas of Shabbos should all have Lecha Mishnah. Now the Ramad does point out that even if a person eats more than three Sudas, for example, a person eats a fourth Suda on Shabbos, it's a long Shabbos afternoon and a person wants to wash again, Nevertheless, even though it's not one of the three sudas, they should still be makbed on lechemeshna, having two loaves of bread, having two whole loaves of bread when making the bracha of Hamaitzi. This is halacha, the halacha of lechemeshna is one that applies equally both to men and to women. As we mentioned previously, all the halachas of Shabbos, even if they're mitzvah saseish as man grama, they apply to women just as much as men because zachar v'shamar, the same way a woman needs to guard Shabbos by not being over any yisurim on Shabbos, she also needs to ensure that she's keeping Shabbos, actively keeping Shabbos, and that includes Kiddush, Lachamishna, and many of the other halachas, even though they are mitzvah as man grama, it also similarly applies to children. Once a children reaches the age of chinach, perhaps about six or seven, they're included in Lechemishna. Now, what does it mean to be included in Lechemishna? That doesn't mean that you yourself need to hold two loaves and make the Hamaitzi, the host, the husband, the father could be the one making Hamaitzi. Rather, every person by the table that is included in this obligation of Lechemishna, men, the women, the children that reach the age of chinach should all eat a piece of that Lechemishna that the host is going, is going to be cutting. There are those that have a meaning that the women, the women are not as makbid. On hearing Lechemeshna, many times the man will make Hamaitzi while the woman is still in the kitchen, but that is not the preferable minig, that is not the preferable way to do things. Rather, we should follow the strict halacha, which is that one should ensure that both men, women, and children who have reached the age of Chinuch should hear the bracha of Hamaitzi with the host and eat from a piece of the Lechemeshna, part of the challah that he has caught in order to be Yitzhah, the din of Lechemeshna. Part of the halacha that the Shulchan Aruch brings down when it comes to Lecha Mishnah is that the challah should be shalom. Both of the challahs that are served, both of the challahs that are used, and Lecha Mishnah should be 100% whole. If a piece, a small piece of the challah was taken off, it often happens when there's small children at the table, that a little baby, a little toddler will come over and touch the challah, pulling a small piece of challah off of the challah. Lecha Tchila, one should get another challah to use for Lecha Mishnah. However, if one does not have another challah, as long as the amount taken off was less than one forty-eighth of the whole challah, 
just a small amount, but less than one forty-eighth of the whole chala, one can be makal, one can be lenient, and still consider it to be shalim if one does not have an actual shalim, something which is totally whole. Therefore, one should be careful. So many times, it happens more perhaps in Israel than it does in America. Many times the bakeries will put a sticker on top of the challah, which says the name of the bakery. It says that it's hamaitzi, something like that. One should be careful not to pull that sticker off before making hamaitzi, because by pulling that sticker off, some of the bread, some of the challah is inevitably going to come off. And even though it would be kosher because it's less than 148th, nevertheless, as we said, one should lichat have the whole challah, the whole challah that make, to make the bracha over, and not even a small amount should be missing. Very often, when baking challahs together in the oven, the two challahs, especially if they're not baked in pans, they're baked on a sheet, the two challahs will merge together. Or some it happens often with challah rolls that are not baked in pans. The two challahs will merge together and to come into one large challah roll. If one can separate them easily, each one of them would still be considered to, to be a shalim, as long as they can be separate, split at the seam where they were connected, split them apart, and each one of them can still be considered. Considered to be a shalim, a challah which has been burnt. Part of it got burnt to the point that it is no longer edible. Even though one is not going to eat a piece of it, nevertheless the mishabur says keep it whole. Don't cut off that piece that's burnt before making hamaytzi, and it is still going to be considered to be a shalim as long as it is still intact. Even if part of it is burnt, which cannot be eaten, if part of it has been ripped or cut. Happens often that somebody pulls, but doesn't pull the challah totally off. A child or somebody starts to cut it and cuts a little bit of it, but it hasn't been totally separated. The Mishabura says, as long as you can pick up one side of that half, which means it's split a little bit in half, you can pick up one of the halves, and the other half would not fall off, would not fall apart on its own. It's connected enough that by holding on to one half, the other half would remain connected. That is still going to be considered a shalim. And those are the halachas of what lechatchila one should be using as a shalim, a whole challah, a challah which is not missing even a little bit, from the challah. The third and final halacha we're going to discuss tonight is can I use a frozen challah as Lecha Mishnah? It happens often, especially perhaps by Shalshudas towards the end of Shabbos, that a person realizes that they ran out of challah. They only have one challah left and the only thing they have is another challah in the freezer. Can they use a second challah, a challah which is frozen, to be part of Lecha Mishnah? So this is a discussion amongst the Paiskim. Many Paiskim say that it can be used for the very simple reason that at least by the end of the meal, by the end of the Suda, it will be edible. Even if right now it may be frozen solid. It can have a pita which is frozen solid. But in the next 10-15 minutes, or if it's a challah, it may take a little more time, but by the end of the suda, it will definitely be edible. This is still considered to be lecha mishnah because the, I'm making the suda over two challahs, even if one's not edible now, but it will become edible later. Additionally, the way that this becomes edible is not by adding anything else in. Since it naturally on its own will become edible, just by thawing, and just by becoming unfrozen, therefore that is not considered to be something which is inedible, even if right now I cannot eat it, but since it will become edible, the place can say that would be permitted. And the third reason the place can bring why one can use a frozen challah is because there are halachically permissible ways, which perhaps we'll get to in a few months, how one is able to heat up a challah on Shabbos. And therefore, since there are ways that I can make it edible right now, even if I did not, it is going to be 100% mutter. However, there are place that say that one should avoid using a frozen challah, but even those place are only referring to a frozen challah which is frozen solid that not even a small amount can be edible. Most challahs, if you take it out of the freezer and leave it even for five, seven minutes, by the time you take it out of the challah, everybody goes to wash, you would be able to get a piece of it off, a significant piece of it off to be able to eat. It might not be delicious, 
but a part of it would definitely be edible. And therefore, even the Paiskim that say one should avoid are only talking about when it's rock hard, something that's not even a small amount of it would be edible and therefore one should avoid it. So lahalacha, one should avoid it if they have something else. But if one only has a frozen challah, that would be fine, assuming that it will become defrosted by the end of the Suda. When it comes to having a covered challah, often if a person takes a challah out of the freezer, or even if the challahs are being stored in bags, one will have the one challah that the host or the father or the husband is cutting. And then the second challah is often wrapped in silver foil wrapped in a bag. However, the Paiskim say, Rav Scheinberg and many other, other Paiskim say as well, one should unwrap the challah before, before using it for Lecha Mishnah. Even if one does not plan on cutting both challahs, however, they both should be unwrapped. And the reason for this is, first of all, to make sure that they're both ready to be in as is, even if I do not plan on eating it. Nevertheless, we want it to be ready to be in, but even more so, the Shulchan Aruch brings down that when making a bracha on challah, and making a bracha on lechem, on habaytzi lechem and aretz, one should place all 10 of their fingers on the bread. And this is because there are 10 mitzvahs that can be done in the process of making challah, and it comes all the way from planting from, from planting the weed all the way until the process of making challah. There are 10 mitzvahs that can be done, and therefore one should take 10 of their fingers and place them on to the challah. Additionally, the Shulchan Aruch speaks out that there are 10 words in the bracha of Baruch Atah Hashem, Elikeinu melech elam, hamitzi lechem and aretz is 10 words, also representing these 10 mitzvahs. The Mishaburah speaks out that if one is wearing gloves, one should lechatchila, take off the gloves before holding the challah. And therefore the Paiskim say the same way. The Mishaburah says one should not be wearing gloves because he wants his 10 fingers to be touching the challah directly. So too, one should take the challah out of the bag, out of the plastic, out of the silver foil when making Lechem Mishnah, even if one only plans on using one of them. However, if one did keep it in the bag, then definitely one definitely one will be Yitzhah B'Diyavid, but the proper thing to do is to take it out, to have them both out of the bag or the silver foil when making the Hamaytzi. Have a great Shabbos.